to this episode of Marvelous Mouse Talk. I'm your host, Marcella Zimmerman, and I'm joined today by Mary Alice Fouts. Hi. And Jesse Fouts. Hello. As always, this podcast is brought to you by MarvelousMouseTravels.com, where we're creating marvelous memories, one family at a time. Disney has slowly begun to reopen some of the restaurants around the property. Recently, Crystal Palace was one of those that was added to this reopening list. And Jesse and Mary Alice were both able to go there. So I'm excited to hear about your review. Hi, guys. Hi. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you. Well, I'm excited to hear about this. I did follow y'all along while y'all are traveling <laughs> because, um, number one, y'all do a lot of really good food stuff. So um, I like We do to, like to eat. Yeah, <laughs> you do, <laughs> which is why I like y'all. Um, yes. So, um, yeah, I followed y'all along as y'all were going from restaurant to restaurant. And this was one that, you know, like I just said, it reopened. So um, we've had a lot of inquiry as far as what's changed, what's new, like what the menu is. So I thought maybe we should go into detail on this one a little bit. So we can start with how do you book this restaurant? And then we can go through the check-in process. If sure. Um, so we, um, you can actually book any of your table service meals through the My Disney Experience website or on the app on your phone. That's actually what we did. We booked it on our phone. We actually weren't even planning on eating there. We were just hungry that day and decided to look and see what table service options might be available at the Magic Kingdom for the day. And we saw that pop up. We checked out the menu on our app and we were like, well, this sounds kind of good. Let's get it a try. So we grabbed a reservation and then within a couple of hours, it was time for us to get checked in. And now you can do that one of two ways. You can either walk up to the host or hostess stand and check in like that, or you can check in on your mobile device on your My Disney Experience app. And so that's actually what we did this time. Um, We were near the restaurant when we checked in, but um, we did use the app to go ahead and do that where we told the number of people in our party, confirmed their ages. We also were able to tell there if we had any food allergies or anything like that. And then, um, you know, just clicked okay with that. And then once our table is ready, they called us to go on in. Yeah, and and I would also add too, um, you know, Right now, one of the things that we did notice, especially about that restaurant outside of the Magic Kingdom and being in the Magic Kingdom, you know, you're you're going to and fro. um, You would expect a restaurant like Crystal Palace to have, um, you know, to be busy during that time. Uh, Thankfully, it wasn't as busy. And and there was actually a cast member standing outside with a a sign that says reservations available. So, um, you know, you could have been walking by and actually keep your eye open. You could, you know, pop in and eat there because you didn't have to have that reservation. So there was some flexibility there. And like she said, we did not plan on eating there. We just decided, Hey, let's look and see what's available and kind of live life on the fly there. And we did. And I'm glad we did. Yeah. And that seems to be the case for a lot of these restaurants that have reopened is you can do the walk up where they didn't previously used to have that to kind of do enjoy. Yeah. I think some of that has to do um, with a couple of things like people that aren't, you know, familiar, as familiar with the parks and what is already open again and might not be open, might not even know that Crystal Palace was back open. And also, um, you know, there's no characters there right now. So for some people, that was a big draw to to have character dining at the Crystal Palace. Um, and they're not there right now. So it, it does give a little more open availability, in my opinion. So I like how you brought up the character, the character interaction. So that is out 
you know, with this restaurant currently, we don't know if they'll bring it back though, but since this is all now post COVID, um, what kind of updates did you see within the restaurant, you know, how they're handling it? Mm -hmm. So previously this was a character dining location and it was going to be buffet style. Currently during COVID, it is family style eating at your table. Um, And we'll get into all that great food in just a little bit, but you do have your waiter that comes to you and serves you your meals as far as food wise and options, you're not having to get up and down and go serve your plate or anything like that any longer. The buffet um, area was still utilized for the servers to go to. So that's where some of the, um, like the appetizers and like the bread baskets and the desserts were um, already uh, plated. You know, those were available for them to grab a little quicker if they needed to, but there were no actual guests going back there to serve plates or anything like that. And then as far as the menu is concerned, there's no paper menu. You can use your app to look at the menu, or you can also scan the QR code on the table to pull up the menu from the internet that way. So as far as the tables are concerned, they were very spread out. The restaurant is rather large, so there are two sides to that. And of course we add on one side and not the other, but we did get up um, with my daughter and go use the bathroom. And I noticed that, you know, all the tables had plenty of space between them. There were um, a couple of smaller parties with like a four set of tabletop, but then there were a couple of uh, larger parties. I think there was a larger party next to us, um, Jesse, and they were still far enough away, plenty away that I felt very comfortable. I didn't notice any booths or anything like that. So there was no need to have like plexiglass between as a partition for any of the tables that I noticed. Yeah, so when you when the waiter walks up to the table uh, and you can actually remove your mask at, when you're seated, uh, you're going to see your waiter or waitress wearing a mask and or possibly a face shield on top of that mask. Uh, our waiter happened to just be wearing a, you know, just a, a mask uh, for, for serving, um, but. I did notice that some of the uh, some of the, the the runner staff did have shields on uh, on top of the mask uh, that they were they were using there, and more more so, um, you know, your protection and, and their protection uh, because again, you know, they are serving you at your table with your mask off. So um, and and you do have that extra layer of um, you know protection and and just feeling safe with 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 the whole mask situation there. So. Right. And we were able to go ahead and take our masks off as soon as we sat at the table. We didn't have to wait um, for any food to be on the table in order to do that. Well, that's a refreshing, you know, piece, especially like in the heat where a lot of people are going to want to escape, you know, coming in with summer and, you know, um, I can personally say like that is, that's the time where you kind of take a break noon or so, you know, so, Mm -hmm. um, I like that you're able to, to do that without having anything in front of you. So what about the menu? Do you want to talk about food? Uh, We love to talk about food. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we did peruse the menu before we decided to eat there and it sounded really good. So I'm not super familiar with what the buffet served there, but currently it is Southern style and it is classics and it is amazing. So, um, 
it is going to be a family style service meal. And so your appetizers are going to be family style. You'll get like one serving for the table to share with that. We got home style buttermilk and cheddar bacon biscuits. We also got these great little like sourdough rolls. And I think we had honey butter. We also had some like really yummy like onion butter, which probably will turn some people off, but my family really likes onions. So there's like caramelized onions in there. And then it also had a hot pepper jelly with it. Those were really good. And then along with that, we had um, a seasonal salad is what they called it. And I wasn't so sure if I was going to like this salad based on uh, the ingredients. And even when I looked at it, I wasn't sure if I wanted to taste it. Um, But I will say it was really good um, parts of it. So let me tell you what it has in it and then I'll tell you what I thought about it. So this is a tomato and watermelon, crisp greens, blue cheese, candied walnuts, and hot pepper jelly vinaigrette. So first of all, I do not like blue cheese and I do like the other ingredients. So I kind of picked around. Um, The greens that were on it from my recollection was arugula, which I really love. So I just got some arugula and some candied walnuts and tomato and um, watermelon. And so I really enjoyed all of those parts that I put on my plate, except for the watermelon. It just um, kind of threw me off because it already had the vinaigrette on it. But everything else that I tasted as far as like my food preference when it comes to the salad, I thought was really good. What did you think about it, Jesse? Yeah. um, I mean, I think it was a great salad. I'm not huge on fruit in salad. Uh, I, I, you know, I know that that's a trending thing, uh, but like I tried it because, you know, I wanted to, you know, kind of see how it, and it was very good. Um, you know, uh, again, the watermelon kind of offset, you know, because watermelon is not too sweet, but it's not, it's also kind of got that little, that, what would you call it? Bitter flavor, but it, it was, it was pretty good. And our kids were with us as well. They were not huge fans of the salad. My son does like tomatoes, so I encouraged him to taste the tomato, but he didn't really care for the vinaigrette on it. Um, But they did love the bread service. They loved those uh, biscuits and those rolls. They were really good. Oh, yes, absolutely. So then your appetizers are going to be family style, and you can order more of them. So We didn't order any more salad, of course, but we did ask for another basket of bread, which he gladly brought us. And then we ordered our entrees. Now your entrees, you will not be able to order an additional entree. So you pick one, but I will say that the portion size that we got on these entrees, I did not feel like I needed to ask for an additional serving. So menu options are crispy fried chicken, fire roasted prime rib of beef, southern fried cauliflower, brown sugar glazed bone-in pork chop, and blackened catfish and shrimp. So I ordered um, the crispy fried chicken, and our son actually ordered the same thing because he is 10 years old and an adult on the menu, so he got the same thing. And then Jesse ordered the prime rib. So I will speak to the chicken because it was amazing. It took us a little while to get our entrees out, which, you know, I was kind of starting to think like, this is taking a little while. I was looking around to see if other tables had their food and some tables were like 
past our meal, you know, they're working on dessert or had just gotten their entrees. So I was beginning to think like, why is this taking so long? But then when we got our food, I knew exactly why, because our fried chicken was fresh. Like it was hot out of the skillet, whatever they were frying it up in, it was fresh. It was super hot and super crispy. It had not been sitting out. It was not dry. It was very juicy. And I am not a huge, like, bone-in chicken fan, but this was really, really good. And we did not have any lack of portion there. We had three pieces of chicken on our plate. So we each had a breast and I think um, a thigh and a um, chicken leg. And so we got so much food with that. I was actually able to give my daughter who ordered off the children's menu. She ordered the macaroni. I was able to give her my chicken leg and not feel like I was missing any part of my meal. Now with my chicken came this great macaroni and cheese and these fantastic collard greens. And I would say that they were like the shining star of my plate right behind the um, chicken. The macaroni was excellent, but these collard greens, something about them, they were just spectacular. And I kept raving about them the whole time that we were eating. And Jesse probably got tired of hearing me talk about the collard greens. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, look, and, and their, their fried chicken was incredible. I snuck uh, some of my son's off his plate uh, just because it was, it was really good. But um, I was really excited about what I ordered because, you know, you know, I'm usually prime rib is a great thing and it's hard like some restaurants you know don't in my opinion serve it the right temperature or the right cut this was perfect i i i ate every single bite of that and it was so tasty and it was just just done right and uh you know for those of you that are not big uh, steak eaters or, 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 or red meat eaters. Um, you know, I, I tell you what, the flavor and choice for this, um, you know, was, was very good, very good. I, and I would, I would recommend it to anybody who went, went to prime rib. Um, my sides were the potatoes au gratin and I also had uh, creamed spinach and I love creamed spinach. Uh, so, um, you know, both sides complemented the uh, prime rib very well. Um, and I felt like it was well worth uh, what we paid for it because, I mean, again, the portion size of the, 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 the cut of the prime rib was just fantastic. So I remember when we were looking over the menu, um, Jesse was asking our waiter, like, do you prefer the pork chop or the prime rib? And he said, hands down, the prime rib. And so after Jesse had ordered it and was talking about how great it was, I remember our waiter saying, yes, uh, it is really good. And we cook it over an open flame. And so before we left, when we were walking out, I did look back in the kitchen area because it is open behind the buffet. And I saw that great open fire back there. So that must be how they get all that great flavor in that prime rib. Yes. It was very good. Um, definitely, so, definitely wanted more of that. Uh, <laughs> not because I wasn't, not because I was hungry, but because it was so good. So. 
So our daughter um, actually was able to order off the child's menu, which you can do if you are nine and under. And so she ordered the macaroni and cheese, but her options were that and catfish, um, a roasted chicken leg or fire roasted prime rib of beef, just like Jesse got. So she chose the macaroni and cheese, and then she was able to get two side items and she could choose from roasted potatoes, green beans, seasonal fruit, steamed carrots, collard greens, and cheddar grits. I don't actually remember what she ordered. I'm pretty sure she got carrots and like fruit, um, but she did really enjoy her macaroni, which I think was um, the same macaroni that I had as a side item. Yeah. And that macaroni and cheese looks good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it really does. It was good. It was really good. <laughs> so what about desserts? Oh my gosh. So as if the food wasn't good enough, I was really excited about the dessert because I read on the menu, it comes in a platter and I knew it was family style. So if I liked it, I could probably order more. But then the other option was the strawberry shortcake. And I was like, wonder if they're going to let me order both. So I ordered both. And so we got the family style platter, which had seasonal fritters with powdered sugar and chocolate dipping sauce, banana cream pie, hummingbird cake, and a honey of a cupcake. And so we got like four or five things on that platter and they were all really good. The only thing I didn't try on the platter was the seasonal fritters, which to describe what those look like, they were more like a little beignet and you could dip them in the chocolate sauce. The banana cream pie was fantastic. It tasted like banana pudding in a little pie shell, and it was decorated really cute like Tigger. The hummingbird cake was excellent. I had never had hummingbird cake, and I am not a huge fan of pineapple by any means, but I was still able to find something on that hummingbird cake that I liked. It was really good. And then the honey of a cupcake was... Um, a cupcake. I'm going to do my best to describe it. So it came in this yellow um, shell and on the top it had this red like glistening icing, which you could tell was like mousse, but covered with that shiny gel that they use. And it had a little bee on top of it. And we didn't really love um, the mousse that much. It was, I think it had like a raspberry flavor in it. But the cupcake underneath that was excellent. I think it was just like a regular vanilla um, cake, but it was really moist and it was really, really good. So we quickly devoured that platter and I asked if we could have anything else because I really liked the banana cream pie and he was able to bring us another banana cream pie for us to quickly devour again. And we also tried the strawberry shortcake. And that I read on the menu was plant-based, but it didn't deter me from trying it, of course. And it was very good. It actually came with um, this raspberry puree um, on the side of it, which kind of sounds odd to be on a strawberry shortcake, but I found it to be very delicious. Yeah. I mean, she covered pretty much everything there. Um, you Because know. I have the biggest sweet tooth. <laughs> yeah. So then what was your favorite one out of all of them? Did you have a favorite? Um, well, uh, the banana cream pie was really, really good. And I think that when we ordered the second one, I didn't even let Jesse taste it because it was so good. <laughs> I wanted more of it. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed the hummingbird cake, uh, to be honest, because I, I like a good, I like a hummingbird cake. I mean, you know, for those of you that don't like the orange or, um, you know, 
a orange inspired whatever the citrus flavor um i i really like it and the, the icing was fantastic and then we forgot to mention that our beverages came with our meal um the non-alcoholic beverages of course so i think i think we all ordered a soda but you could also get tea or something like that if you wanted it but that was included in our price and mm -hmm. the lunch menu and the dinner menu are exactly the same and the price point is also exactly the same which is not always typical for Disney restaurants so um, it was $39 per adult plus our tax and gratuity and then the children ages three to nine were $23 per child plus tax and gratuity um, but speaking in relation to price and value, I did think that our meal was definitely worth that and that we weren't lacking anything by not having characters there. Right. Um, I would speak more uh, to just, you know, what we didn't experience, but what many of the people listening might have to deal with on some level is the um, is, is this restaurant friendly for say a family member who has allergies, uh, food allergies of any type? Um, just like with most, actually not just most, but just like with all of the Walt Disney world restaurants, um, they will work, uh, to accommodate anybody who has allergies and they do offer, uh, substitutions on the side items, uh, for these entrees that are going to be allergy friendly, um, you know, some type of, um, uh, you know, a twist on it to make it to where you can enjoy that same entree and that same, um, you know, starter, just, just tweaked a little bit to make sure that it, you know, it, it, it takes into account the gluten or wheat or, you know, the shellfish or peanut allergies. Um, and one of the things, if you are, um, if you are making your dining reservations in advance and not doing it on the fly like we we did, uh, and which I highly recommend you do plan out your dining, um, that is something you can work with your uh, Marvelous Mouse travel agent to plan ahead of time to make sure you know that that's noted and they will note that. And um, so your server will know before they come to the table, hey, you know, I, I realize we have uh, so many special dining with us that has a food allergy. Um, because, you know, you're going to want to enjoy these things too and not feel left out. So it's, don't feel like you're in a box because you're, you're eating, dining with a food allergy. They're going to have things, you know, they're going to accommodate. And that's one thing that I really love that Disney does very, very well is, you know, they, they make sure everybody is included. Everybody's going to have a great meal. And, you know, had, had we gotten our meal and one of us not liked it, which we obviously did because we cleaned the plates, um, they would have taken care of us. And I really do appreciate that about Disney's customer service and the restaurant. And, and, and especially here, it was, it was fantastic. Um, and I would also point out one more thing too. Um, you know, even though this was a character meal prior to um, prior to prior to the, the COVID and the new restrictions, um, you know, if you were coming to this restaurant, you were, you were eating a buffet style meal. Um, and one of the things about buffet style meals is really, I mean, you could spend about two hours in a restaurant. Um, we didn't even spend near that amount of time here. And the way that they had it going, uh, you're, you're in, you eat, and we weren't rushed at all. Like, like Mary Al said, we did wait on our entrees but we were out in a reasonable time. So right now with the park hours being what they are, I really appreciate that, you know, they were very efficient with the processes and getting us served and 
making sure we had time between the appetizer, time between our entree and dessert getting out of there. Uh, so we don't feel like we spent a lot of time in the restaurant as opposed to during park hours when we could have been out riding stuff in the Magic Kingdom. So adding to what Jesse said, I almost forgot to tell you that we did have a kind of a good view from our table where we were at. So the Crystal Palace is located in the Magic Kingdom, which we mentioned previously, but it is very close proximity to the hub or what we would call Cinderella's Castle for those of you that don't know what the hub is. And um, we could actually see the cavalcade parades that were coming by. We didn't have the best view possible, but I could still tell that characters were going by. And if we had had a window seat, um, we would have been definitely able to see those a little bit better. And for those of you that don't know what the cavalcades are right now um, during COVID, Disney has suspended their traditional parades. But in my opinion, and I think Jesse may agree with this, we really love the cavalcades because they are spontaneous and you don't know when they are going to happen. And you will just start hearing loud music play in various parts of the theme parks. And then you just walk to the open area and then you get to see all these great characters. And in my opinion as well, I think you see even more characters now than you did before. So we were able to catch a couple of glimpses of those go by while we were sitting and enjoying our meal. So would y'all go back here again or is this, you know, a one and done kind of free off? Oh, no, I'm not one and done. If I could go back there anytime soon, I definitely would. I think it was a great value. And I don't think that we felt like we were missing out on anything because there weren't characters there. Absolutely. I would say, um, you know, I definitely want to go back and try the pork chop. Uh, I do love pork chops too. So I figured uh, next time, you know, I got the prime rib. I know how good it was, but so maybe I'll step out of that bubble and get the, uh, the pork chop. So. Hey, and that's how Disney keeps us going back, right? That's <laughs> like you right. Try more food. <laughs> well, thank you guys for coming on and discussing this one with me. And then I also wanted to thank y'all for listening in today. Please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so that you can be one of the first to know when a new episode has been released. If you'd like to get in touch with one of our agents featured on today's show or any other agent at Marvelous Mouse Travels to plan your next Disney World vacation, please visit our website, www.marvelousmousetravels.com. I'll provide a link in our show notes. We hope you have a marvelous week and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.